Adios, nachos, amigos, and welcome to Hallyujuku. I'm pointing past the camera for some reason. Uh, your home for random talk about East Asian pop culture uh, and Kaz's obsession with his shirt. <laughs> My shirt is like dying because <laughs> I, I wore it outside today in however fuck hot fuck fuck it was oh, to go catch Pokemon like a fucking asshole. <laughs> I didn't even bother. That's that's my biggest obstacle with Pokemon Go is that I live in Miami. <laughs> yeah. I will say, hold on. I will say good job on the Miami PD because their their Pokemon Go video that they made, not bad. <laughs> Nice. It's yes. not bad. It's informative. It doesn't. It doesn't necessarily make fun of people for playing it. It gives you proper. It's. You know what? You know what? I'm gonna. I'm gonna fucking throw some shade right now. So fucking get your umbrellas. It's better than all of the other. Like, hey, are you a fucking YouTube fucking YouTuber Pokemon Go videos that I've seen where it's like, hey guys, it's your fucking favorite you. Here, fucking uh, showing you how to play Pokemon Go right now. Oh yeah, fucking look at me. You know, like fucking fuck all those videos. Watch the Miami Police Department video. <laughs> it's actually informative. It teaches you how to play the game, and it tells you to not be an asshole. Like all that's all the instruction you ever need for fucking doing anything out in the world ever. Period. Let me find this because I gotta. Let me show it. Department. Yeah. Let me see six. Miami, Miami Police Department creates a, a video. The Pokemon. Miami Police Department getting in on the Pokemon Go excitement. But with the fun, Shelly just mentioned they're also posting a warrant. What that is, and Julia, this dangers in this phone to chase down colorful little monsters this, popping this up is, around. This is the news channel. Yeah, this is the news that, channel. That's it right there. Welcome that's back it. to another Social Media 101 installment. We normally like to cover social media platforms, but today we're going to be covering something that different. It's an augmented reality that. gaming app yeah. called Pokemon Go. So, so what is it? It's a gaming app based on the original handheld game Pokemon, but with a new spin. The goal of the game is to catch as many Pokemon as you can. Now, in the original Pokemon video game, yeah, you caught like, your Pokemon <laughs> in a virtual this is, world. This is, this is informative, and he's talking clearly. He's being instructive. He's being, you know. <laughs> now, to catch your Pokemon, you have to go out and actually walk around town. To locate them, you use the game's GPS mapping system to find them. Now, be very, very quiet. I think we found one. There he is, right there. Oh, fuck, got a slow poke. Now, to catch him, all you gotta do is simply swipe up and throw your Pokeball at him. Yeehaw! Now, besides catching your Pokemon. You <laughs> ain't catch that shit. <laughs> the motherfucker broke out. Yeah. Ran off. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, go check it out. Yeah, it's just funny. You gotta no, get on message. I, I've watched a lot of fucking of those videos from YouTubers, and they're all shitty. All <laughs> of them. All of them. <laughs> uh, uh, no, but it, it's good shit. It's good fun. It's getting people out and doing shit. Uh, like the only the only issue I have is I can't listen to music and play Pokemon Go. <laughs> yeah, which is the which would be the ace if I could do that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah, it's kind of the the drawback. I haven't been able to get outside. Uh, it's it's hot outside. Fucking my. Oh no, it's fine. It's fine, dude. I went outside, 
And I, the only thing that kept me going was the fact that, like, I set off one of those, like, incense things that I happened to, like, pay a couple bucks for. Because I just, I, bu- I bought, like, a, a some coins and I just spent it on, like, packs of things. Yeah. So I was like, eh, whatever, I'll, I'll buy a couple packs of things. And then I was like, man, I'm, this is money that I spent. It's just ticking away if I don't walk around. I was like... <laughs> I'm going to keep walking around until it runs out. So I did that. It was, and it was hot. But I, I also tweeted out a nice little warning. Hey, make sure you stay hydrated. Have water with you because it's fucking hot. Don't pass out. Don't be that person that we have to hear about in the news. That's like right. uh, a fucking 22-year-old male passes out uh, trying to catch Pokemon. And then the, the news reporter who doesn't understand what it is is like, this is a sh- it's an epidemic. <laughs> These kids nowadays. And then, like, then you look like an ass, like the assholes over at the Young Turks. Yeah, <laughs> you don't want that. You, you don't, don't want that. No, <laughs> or you end up being like the, the 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 idiots who fall off a cliff, uh, playing Pokemon, and people have to explain like, "Yo, motherfuckers fall off that cliff all the time, Pokemon or not." <laughs> yeah. So. Yeah. That's that's Halijuku's warning to you. I will also say it on all my other podcasts when I say it because this is a this is a good thing. I want people to do it. It's getting people out of the house doing shit, and and I love it. So mm-hmm. let's move on to the thing that are that's keeping people in the house. And that's East Asian pop culture. Exactly. We talk about East Asian pop culture as we do every week. Uh, we talk about as we open every episode. We talk about what's new. Uh, talk about the things that are happening. Other than Pokemon Go, what's new, Kaz? What's new with you? So for me, it was kind of a lackluster week in the Muzak from the Korean entertainment industry. So I kind of picked the, not the best of the worst, but kind of the middle ground. The shit that was there that if there was something better, I wouldn't have picked. But there was nothing better, so I picked this stuff. <laughs> um... We have Be Free, who's generally been pretty good at a lot of the stuff he's he's done and produced and put out uh, before. But this song is kind of meh. Yeah. <laughs> it also says it features Double K and Palo Alto, which it's one it's another fun. one of those videos. I where <laughs> where's Double K? Where's Palo Alto? <laughs> yeah. Um... So I don't know if they mean sometimes Korea tends to do featuring and they mean produced by. <laughs> yeah. So like we don't know. We don't know. Uh yeah. But yeah, it's very it's very uh like LA he wanted to make it very LA. You know, <laughs> like he flew into LA to shoot the for two days to shoot the music video and he wanted to make this as LA as fuck as possible. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It, I mean, it's it's super generic. Like the song is super generic. The video is super generic, and yeah. like it's a super. It's like a super generic chill hip hop song, and it's a super generic. I flew in for to L.A. for two days, and this is the footage I got. <laughs> I went to the yeah. beach. I played basketball with some bros, you know, <laughs> uh, near the beach. I went to some island. <laughs> yeah, I went to like I went I. I I'm I'm wearing a Lakers jersey because of course you know like uh like I found my my I went with uh, I play baseball I play basketball with my choreographer uh <laughs> here's the B-roll of hot ladies that they got for me while I was away, while I uh, went back 
Because they, they got some hop. Uh, they got some uh, the video, the music video girls. Uh, they're not in any like they I cannot t- find. I did not see the, those girls and be free in the same place at the same time. <laughs> like I, I think we're supposed to believe that be free is one of the dudes in the on the chairs when they walk up to the pool. But like I yeah. swear, I, it's definitely not the one on the left, and it's definitely not one in the middle. And the one on the right has a towel over his head. So I'm like, oh fucker. Yeah. That's, that's, there you go. Yeah, but yeah, no, I, it, it's not a bad song, and it's it's musical content, but it's very generic. So yeah. I kind of uh, wish it was it, in Korean because this is in English, and I yeah. kind of want didn't want to know the lyrics. Yeah, there. I mean, it's like a really weird mix. There's like some Korean. It, it, it's like very the opposite. It's like mostly in English with some Korean, where generally we get. Mostly Korean with some English. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, I don't know. It's, yeah. it's not a lot to say about it. So, yeah. you know. So, let's move Worth on. Worth mentioning it, kind of, but there you go. Uh, uh, moving on. Moving on. To, the to ratchetry continues. Yes. The ratchetry beca- comes again with some AOMG. So, our boy, Park J. Bum. J. Park. Uh, featuring Ugly Duck, or, or J Park and Ugly Duck. I shouldn't say featuring. It's a it's a duo track uh, called Party. Ain't no party like an AOMG party. Yeah. Uri, um, uriga, was... uriga party ga anichi. <laughs> or ain't no party like an AOMG party. <laughs> yeah. And I will say, it's a pretty fun track. Yeah. It, it, it's, it's ratchet as fuck, but it's a pretty fun track. Yeah. Yeah, it is. It is. It, it's the the instrumental is cool and it it, it uh, it's enjoyable. Uh, it doesn't get boring. And you know, Jay Park, he he does what he needs to do as in his rap for the track that this is, which is you know, it's just a track for to get people to go. It's lit fam. It's lit fam. Like just you know, we're just trying to get lit fam. Just trying to get lit. Yeah. Uh, and this is a track to get lit too, uh, and and I think Jay Park does his job. Uh, I will say one disappointment uh, in reviewing this for me, and I mentioned this pre-show, uh, is that I liked these uh, subtitles for uh, uh, Ugly Ducks part that are, they were originally had better. That mm-hmm. they have now the actual subtitles to his words. Uh, I liked it better when Jay Park was in charge of it, and he's probably drunk as fuck and didn't care. And, right. <laughs> and or, or, you, you know what I like to think of it is it was like it, it was like three o'clock in the morning. Jay Park edited this video himself for some odd reason, and he just got done, and he's doing the upload to YouTube, and then he looked over at his notes, and he was like, "Oh fuck, I'm supposed to put subtitles in here for these now." <sighs> so he yeah. like goes through all his. Types all that shit out. He's like, holy shit, this is what you have to do? This is fucking complex as fuck. Then he realized, he's like, shit, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what the fuck. I'm I don't. <laughs> he was like, I don't remember uh, Ugly Duck's lyrics. Like, he's like, you know, and he's like, I can't translate that fast. I got to fucking upload this video. Fuck it. 
<laughs> and then he just later on, he just was like, uh, somebody's going to have to fix that. And yeah. they were like, the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> it was funny. He's like, he goes, ask Ugly Duck. I don't even know what a lot of Zerks mean. I'm going to sleep. Who cares? Just turn up. <laughs> it's like, and apparently he, uh, Ugly Duck asked and up to, to translate later. I don't know if he did, but if it eventually got fixed, which is, you know, if... If uh, which is kind of a bummer, but because I kind of enjoyed the 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 dumbness of the, the <laughs> I kind of enjoyed the like I don't give a fuck subtitles, but uh, but it's fine. The, 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 it's cool. I like I like that uh, they provided the subtitles in general, which is cool. Uh, but yeah, this is this is this is good turn up music. This is a good ratchetry. This yeah. is you know it's not it's not it's not supposed to be anything more. It's just you know. But- I'm not going to lie. I could definitely see doing the same thing. I could definitely see getting there and just being like, yeah, I don't feel like doing that. <laughs> like, I'm the CEO. I don't feel like it. <laughs> yeah. There's kind of the power of being the boss. All right. Uh, what else do I have? Oh, 17. 17. 17. Mm-hmm. Um, with, once again, as I said with the Be Free song, really generic. Um, yeah. a fun video I thought from from the boys of seventeen, um, and and like I said, it's not a bad song at all, but it's just kind of generic. I'm not the biggest fan of seventeen, um, but you know, it's it's they, hard to they, match their debut. It's it, they they debuted with such a strong track with Monse mm-hmm. that it's it's hard to live up to that. Uh, they have a lot going for them, which is that they, you know, they they work on a lot of the the choreography and they do a lot of composition and they, uh, you know, they they're very involved with their music for a like big numbered boy, boy group. Uh, but you know, it, it's 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 good. It's a very kind of like you know middle of the road boy group song. Middles Road Peppy Boy Group song, which is not bad, not bad. Yeah. It's just not inspiring, but not bad. Not very inspired, but it's not bad. Yeah, it's not bad. It's it's definitely not bad in any way. But it, you know, I don't know. I'm just not the biggest champion for them, and it's just kind of generic. So those 17 fans out there, yes, if you want, you can you can call me a hater. It's fine. Um, it just doesn't speak to me that much, but I still wanted to feature them. I thought the video was really fun. Like the video is what sold me. The video is so fun. Um, uh, just cause like, I, I kind of like them having these like moments of staring at her and just being so lost that they just explode. Yeah. Like it's so anime <laughs> it's like and like presentation. The yeah. heart explosion. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah. That's pretty much, uh, kind of sums it up yeah 17 uh yeah. i i have liked i liked their debut i don't know how much of the other i'm looking back i'd have to recall and see how much else has really caught my attention but i definitely liked their debut so i'm 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 hopeful for something more interesting in the future but it's kind of hard because they're they they found their fan base and they're doing fairly well and when you're a boy group and you've locked your fan base in you kind of don't have to try anymore. 
<laughs> that's the thing. So, so it's one of those things. Where it's like, how do they? How do they go from there? Yeah, uh, yeah. So we'll have to see. We'll see. That's. We'll I mean, see. that's pretty much like all you can say with like a lot of these middle of the road groups. Like, it's kind of a wait and see to see if they hit that point where they kind of change their their structure and become something different or if they just kind of continue to be what they are and be successful in doing that you know exo was that for the longest time they were very successful being exo but then they kind of started to change their sound and like become a little bit different in their structure and i Mm -hmm. i'm kind of enjoying this newer exo a lot more so it's always good to kind of keep your eye on a lot of these groups and and see where they go and what they do and and how they kind of change over the years Mm -hmm. um but yes that's uh what's new with you what's new with me kaz uh Mm. i mean i'm asking you what's new with me kaz uh a lot of stuff you got you got music going uh stuff yeah, things, things, stuff. I will uh, say one of these, I I wanted to to feature, and then one of these, I just one of these, I just didn't know what to do with myself. So we'll we'll figure them out. Yes, we'll we'll we'll, uh, we'll we'll see. We'll we'll, uh, we'll find out what's up. Uh, we'll we'll see if you can guess before we we reveal. Uh, if we do reveal, I don't know. Uh, but yeah, what's new with me? Uh, other random things. Uh, I'm, I'm been just kind of chilling out for a couple of days with some days off, uh, you know, doing things. Uh, I am checking out, uh, trying to my best to check out a new drama. I'm actually checking out that the remake of the good wife. <laughs> uh, cause Nana is on there. There's a Korean drama remake of the good wife. Uh, cause I think it's Yoon, Yoon Do Yun, I believe, is the actress who hasn't been on TV for eleven years. So it's like, okay, that's something worth taking out. And Nana's on there, a orange caramel. Orange caramel. Apparently, she's been impressing. She's kind of pulling a, a yeti of like you know her acting debut and pressing Lily. So and so far, so good. Uh, I haven't. I've never seen the the Good Wife, the original one. Though I, I feel <laughs> like I want to check it out. Uh, but yeah, so far so good. But aside from that, music. Uh, Speaking of TV shows, uh, this first track uh, is from a show. Uh, it's a, it's a, it's a it's an exciting new girl group project, uh, exciting new girl group debuting uh, by the name of Unease. Uh, Unease is the the girl group formed on the show Unidity Slam Dunk or Unease Slam Dunk. Uh, it is a variety show. Uh, starring Ramiran of Repi 1988, uh, Kim Suk, a uh, fantastic comedian, uh, Hongjin Kyung, the comedian, uh, Tiffany of, of Gigi, of Girls' Generation, uh, Jesse, uh, our favorite, uh, jer- uh, <laughs> favorite, uh, Chunga Jersey girl, <laughs> uh, and, uh, Min Hyorin, uh, fantastic, cute actress, uh, who also happens to be girlfriend of Taehyung um and it's a show uh, ostensibly I mean it's a variety show it's kind of like a it, so it's really about uh, look at these pe- funny people be funny and t- with each other uh but ostensibly the premise is to to for the, the the girls to live out their dreams uh I've been checking I checked out a few episodes I gotta catch up I'm gonna see what KBS world does because it's a KBS show and they might 
like marathon a couple episodes at a time to catch up to the air date so i might use their subs but otherwise at some point i'm gonna catch up but it's a pretty fun fun show uh it's doing very well which is good because it, it's an all-girl variety show all mm. female variety show all woman which you don't really you haven't seen anywhere if you, i don't know if y'all watch variety shows there's a lot of dudes on there <laughs> running man yeah running man six dudes one chick <laughs> mm-hmm. two used days one, two. yeah two chicks for like but then three it used to be like for like four it was episodes also another dude too <laughs> yeah so it was like it was like lizzie was there for like a, like 15 episodes or whatever how long and like uh which there was a funny there was a recent funny episode where they like uh they were the oh the unlucky race they had to cast a bunch of unlucky friends, so they grabbed Lizzie, and it was it was the most hilariously depressing thing because they called Lizzie. It's like, oh no, I'm just at home, and like, oh, I, I haven't really gone out. I'm not busy. He was like, oh, and they're like, oh, don't tell us that. <laughs> and then like this whole bit of like uh, being so sad because she was one of the original members, which would be awesome if they brought her back, but. Uh, should be she should at least be cast on. But that aside, like two days, one night, all dudes. You know, every show that you can think of that's like an ensemble show, it's all dudes. Except for this, and it's doing well. So luckily, you know, hopefully it keeps doing well, and uh, that inspires you know a little bit more diversity on variety shows. Uh, but that aside, this is uh, one of the dreams was Minihodin's dream of wanting to debut in a girl group. Uh, so they formed a girl group with all of the members uh, and commissioned uh, JYP as their songwriter, I guess, producer, uh, which is funny because we had uh, Tiffany, uh, an SM artist, doing the JYP track, uh, which is fantastic. Uh, and they did a song called Shut Up. Uh, it's a song about, uh, you know, saying shut up to a cheating boyfriend. Nothing exciting, but kind of a fun premise. Uh, yeah. And it's a fun song. It's, it's alright, it's fun, but it's just like the joke's so drawn out <laughs> in a song. Like, I don't know. Like, I don't know, man. It's just it's so it's so long <laughs> to me. Like yeah. the the whole skit and song of it is like so much longer than I think it needs to be for the joke. Yeah, uh, I think the song is fun. It's it's got a you know it's got that JYP JYP making a funny song feel to it. You know, it, which you, which you've seen before. Uh, so it's well made. The they they the the ladies do an admirable job with the choreography and actually they they do it with the with the plum, uh, and vigor, and uh, it's pretty fantastic. They're luckily the, uh, several of them are really good singers. Like Ramidan is a fantastic singer, uh, technically speaking. Uh, she actually did like a thing on the sh- on the show where she did like uh she did karaoke and she did pretty fantastically. Uh, Tiffany does her thing. Uh, Jesse has to put some stank on it, of course. <laughs> her vocals has a little bit of extra stank on it, you know? Which is... Uh, I, I, one of the things I figured out about 
because you know Tiffany and Jesse are, are are best friends, and we've seen them on show together. It's kind of fun. Uh, and I've, I, what I've noticed about their dynamic is that T- I don't know if I've said it on the show before, but Tiffany is so West Coast. Have you seen her personality? Like I said, she's super LA based. Yeah, no, we we've talked about it with like her and her and talking about her and uh, um, and Jesse. Who's the other one? Amber. Amber. God damn it. They're, they're so West Coast, like, in their personality. Yeah. Like, uh, Tiffany's so uh, L.A., even though she was born in San Francisco, but she kind of grew up in L.A. Uh, but, and Jesse is so East Coast. Like, she's so, like, New York, New Jersey. Like, like it's just that it's hilarious how, how it, it very much they are the epitome of those two coasts. Like, they're the epitome of that, which is fun. I think, yeah. I, I enjoyed it. It had some fun. It had uh, the song is fun to listen to. Uh, it's it it's it's a full music video and that might bring drag out the joke a little bit too much. Uh, but I like the little like shout outs to uh, to to two days one night thing like uh, to by one of the things they do to him is replaces like Americano or whatever is with uh, the sand deal that they put on the show. So it's like. Uh, yeah, I kind of, I enjoyed it. Uh, I'm, I'm definitely going to think, I'm, I'm definitely hoping for, for this show to succeed well on a slam dunk. Uh, so go check it out. It's gonna, probably going to be mm-hmm. on, especially if, as they put up episodes on KBS world. Cause if you watch it there and they have a lot of views on there, uh, they'll make, maybe they'll put more. They'll say, Hey, yeah. A lot of people watch this episode on on KBS on the YouTube. I guess people want to watch it on the YouTube, and they'll put more. Um, but yeah, moving on to the next track. Uh, Yoja Chingu, G Friend Yachin, uh, have come back for, with their first full album. Uh, you know, after a couple of mini albums, the first full album. Uh, they've uh, they've put the Schoolgirl trilogy bes- behind them. Uh, but definitely have retained their G Friend sound uh, in their new comeback track, Navilera, or uh, No Grigo Na, uh, Navilera. And yeah, it is very signature G Friend. Uh, Yojo Chingo is very much their sound. It does yeah. have enough to, dif- I think it does have enough to differentiate itself from the previous like trilogy to make it interesting. Uh, does have a cool energy to it. Uh, it's 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 nice to listen to. Uh, has a has a cool sound to it. Uh, it's, but it's it's. I think, I think it has enough to differentiate while still main, while still building a signature sound for G Friend. Uh, I don't know. It, the, what do you think, Kaz? I mean, it, it, it's, yeah, it is that kind of, I'm, I'm going to use, I think I'm going to use this word a lot today. It has that generic kind of G-friend sound that you're kind of starting to get used to. Like, you know, the, the cutesy kind of what you expect from J-pop. Like, like it is so what you expect from J-pop, K-pop sound. Um 
on like cutesy and like oh adventurous and isn't this fun for all the kids kind of thing um i don't know how much i agree with the like it how it differentiates itself that much from that kind of pop like asian pop thing um but it it's not bad it's not bad I would say it's more to differentiate itself from their previous tracks, like from being part of that trilogy. At least it's at least a new. It feels like a new chapter. Um, yeah, I enjoyed it. It was it was it was nice. It was nice. Uh, I'm not saying that like it's the it's it's a world beater and I'm listening to it all the time, but you know I might pop it into my K-pop playlist and you know enjoy mm-hmm. kind of jam into it. I still I have. Uh, Onibuta Urinun, Mego says too. I have that on on my playlist, and I'll jam to jam out to that too. Like so, I'll definitely have it on there. Um, but yeah, moving on to another track. Uh so an interesting debut. The brother group, I guess you would say, to uh, my girls, Mamamoo, from Rainbow Bridge World. Uh Vromance, uh, spelled the same as bromance in Korean, but Vromance, uh, have come out, debuted with their track She or uh, Yoja Saram Chingu, which is female person friend, uh, which is kind of like it, it, which is uh, which is a Korean phrase that you say. Uh, Yosa Chin, which is Yosa, Georgia Saram Chingu, which means is basically a sh- really short, uh, a shorter way of saying she's a girl, she's a friend, she's not a girlfriend, <laughs> yeah, a girl that is a friend, you know, a girl person friend, you know, <laughs> yeah, uh, just to differentiate that. Um, so nice little kind of like thing. Um, uh, I will say about this, I wanted to point it out because. It's Mamamoo's bros, you know. I, I liked it, but it didn't hook me at all. Like, it, it was a pleasant f- experience, but there's something lacking, I think. Yeah, there there is a little bit of something lacking, but it is really nice. It's really enjoyable. I, I liked this a lot. Um, I, I, was, I did want to, like feature this because it was really good but then i saw you already had it in there yeah. uh i just i kind of thought it was like really fun but then at the same time i and, and i'm starting not to understand what what it is about this why and it, actually no i i understand exactly what it is about it right it's it it's almost an exact mirror of the mama Moo, like yeah like debut in a in a way like it's it's kind of generic. It's very safe, and and I I was going to say like I don't understand why people do this and why they don't let people kind of show off their personalities, which is what people end up loving about these groups. And then I just and in that in that breath in that breath of almost saying that it came to me of no, they're playing it safe and they're trying to to have a a a throw a penny in the water to see if it's going to float or sink kind of thing where everybody's throwing pennies in the water because we've talked about the oversaturation of the Korean market. Um, 
So when you're bringing out something that is going to have some uniqueness to it, you water it down a little bit at first so that as it goes and as you're like, okay, you know what? Everybody's kind of liking this. Everyone's kind of relating to this because, I mean, we, we, I, I will say with Mama Moo, we left them right out of the gate. We were like, holy shit, this is really good. Let's see if they can keep it up. And then they really, really got that chance to start to show their personalities and it, and it became exceptional. And I think this group has that same makeup to them where, where it's probably going to go the same way because I thought it was really good. I, I loved it. I love the kind of whole vocalization and, you know, aspect to it and kind of the whole, like very self-aware that it's a debut, right? It, it like, cause it starts off with the, Hey, I, you know, this is who I am. Let me introduce myself. Kind of like thing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and it works. I, I think it, there's, there's, I'm hoping for that little bit of extra that I'm, that I think we'll get eventually. Uh, I, I liked it. It's, it's a good song. They are very, they are talented. They're, it's from the same agency. They, they our rainbow bridge world do a, do a fantastic job cultivating, uh, talent, especially as, uh, for singing, uh, and for, for performance, uh, and and more more for good fun singing and harmonization and fun performance rather than absolute raw technique like you know like beating them down to like get these technical wizards of dance and song uh where they uh, at some point you just basically beat out the soul out of them <laughs> beat the soul out of them uh where this you know this has a vibe to it and it's good and i i'm i'm looking forward to more from romance um so yeah so keep an eye out for them because you know what if it's rbw I'm, I'm in uh no matter what i'm gonna keep looking out for them uh but yeah last one on this not, not nothing major but i uh, want to throw out the fact that uh neon bunny's album is out uh, it's available, I believe, on on a couple places on Melon on Neighbor. Uh, but specifically, it's also available on Bandcamp. Uh, you can listen to it for free if you want to. You know, if you've never been to Bandcamp, you can listen to it for free. What? Yeah. No. <laughs> or <laughs> just in case, if because I know a lot of K-pop fans out there, they might not, you know, listen to a lot of indie music and may not have visited Bandcamp before. But you can at least for for a few though, if you can see, listen to this for free, or you can buy it. Uh, you can buy it for just it's just nine bucks. This is a nice little album, and it's super chill, super well done. It, Neon Bunny has so such a kind of cool style to it. It's very it's future pop. It's very uh, chill electro future pop. Uh, very cool album to kind of just vibe to. Like it's very great. To kind of just like lose yourself in it and like either put it on as background music or just like lose yourself in it and like just like vibe, man, just vibing out, man. Uh, so I, I, I definitely recommend checking it out. I'm gonna have it in the show notes. So check out Neon Bunnies Stay Gold. Uh, don't know if that's a reference to the outsiders. Say Stay Gold, Pony Boy, Stay Gold, but I like to think that it is. Uh, but go, go check it out. That's it for what's new with us. We go from what's new to what's the news. Yep. We get to our headlines. So, 
Let's cue cue the news music. Welcome back to our headlines. I love that. I love that. Like, tell people to join us, and then welcome them back. Like, if they left and came back, <laughs> as if just it's just, a good. It's a good intermission point. Even even on the short episodes, which this one kind of is seeming to be, <laughs> which is you know. fine. It's a nice, concise yeah. episode. It's a concise yeah, episode. It, it's I. There are a lot of times, like even for myself, where I travel around. I travel around. I go back and forth to work <laughs> and I'm listening in a podcast and I definitely get to the middle point. Like, I don't know what it is. It doesn't matter the length of the podcast, but somehow, some way I get to the middle point of the pododcast, like that kind of weird middle point, And that's when I get to work. Like always, <laughs> no matter what podcast it is. So it's always good to have a point where you're like, all right, you know what? I know I can stop there, go do shit. And then Come back, listen to the rest of the episode. Yes. And this I is the rest that. of the episode, with the, which is our headlines. We talk about some of the things that are happening, some interesting articles and uh, goings on in the world of East Asian pop culture. Uh, but yeah. I, what, is uh, going? what is going on? All right. So first of all, uh, and kind of a, a, a bummer. Uh, agency announces that Yuna Kim and Jun Min Ju left the ARC two months ago. Uh, if you remember the ARC... It was a group that I was anticipating. It was a group yeah. that we saw debut and we were impressed by their debut. Uh, it was a group that was a very promising group, and then they just disappeared. <laughs> and then we got we got word that they 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 not only disappeared but their their profile disappeared from the label's website. And then like we didn't hear anything uh and then we got the word that yuna kim was going to be on unpretty rap star uh and, and you know it's like uh and, and here we are after no group after no news from girl group the arc for quite a bit other than the disappearance of the arc from music and Ener- music k entertainment's list of Artists earlier this year is when revealed that yuna kim uh and jung min ju uh left the group 2 months ago a source from Music K Entertainment stated to Osen, uh, with respect to their individual musical styles, we have canceled their contracts. Uh, with this, the original five-member group uh, will be revamped, most likely through White, the girl group that Music K has teased re- to re- for reveal in 2017. Meanwhile, Yuna Kim uh, j- has joined the third season of Mnet's pr- I'm Pretty Rap Star. Um, this is... What was this? This is... This is kind of a bummer, it, it, especially because I think that there was a lot of promise with the arc, especially with the, mm-hmm. the style that they could have brought. They were all really talented dancers, uh, and they had the potential to be um, something different. Like, like I, I'm always, I think it's been obvious on this show that I'm always looking for the um, those girl groups that break the mold. Especially lately, as much as I enjoy cuteness. Uh, there has been an oversaturation now, especially in the mainstream of the K-pop. We're we're getting into we're getting back into a uh, let's try doing the old SES thing again. <laughs> let's let's try doing the old you know early girls' generation thing again. Let's do let's all do let's have our cute girl group do the G friend thing now. Like it's 
let's all do that again. You know, a couple of years ago it was the sexy girl group. Now it's like, hey, let's be pure, innocent, and cute again. Uh, and I'm like, I want something fierce and captivating and, uh, you know, something powerful. Um, which there are kind of potential. Uh, but then, like, a lot, you know, it's that, like, the group disappeared and we hear nothing from yeah. them. Like, so it's. It's, it's, <laughs> it, it's definitely weird. And it's definitely, you can tell it must have, it must have been something not, not bad like not hard bad but it must have been something surprising that they the record label couldn't get out in front of it in a a good manner you know what i'm saying like they couldn't get out in front of it in a very in a very like pr friendly manner that would have helped them so they just kind of were like oh just hope everyone forgets because like the the pr spin on this should have come a long time ago you know like a long time ago they should have pr spin this and they didn't so that's what's really really weird about this to me that they didn't do that yeah um and i have to wonder um i i and there's a thing that I, I've kind of figured out. So a lot of these things like happen because you hear no word from anybody, even the members of the group that supposedly is about to disband or is disbanded, uh, about any of it. And I, I, I think so. Uh, Fiesta, a former former member of Fiesta named Cheska, okay, uh, Francesca, uh, did an AMA on Reddit recently. Uh, and she answered a lot of things about you know the industry and why she left and you know things like that. Uh, but a lot of she had to answer a lot of the she answered a lot of the questions with uh, with more or less a variation on the phrase "I can't speak on the inner workings of the industry." I I, just, I can't speak on the inner workings of the industry. I can't I can't really talk on that. I can't really speak on that. So I'm like, I have to wonder. I I think that gave me the clue that most likely. They must all sign gag orders, either at you know, either when they're leaving or when they're signing their original contract. They must have NDAs or gag orders, like on all of the artists, on anything, and they're not allowed to comment on anything. So the and which unfortunately creates a thing like, you know, you you nothing gets announced, nothing gets talked about, and then you just kind of like everything just you're you're left out there. Uh, usually like the like the one of three people who care about the group but sitting there wondering like what happened yeah yeah uh, i mean but that happened like at this point man i'm so used to it in this industry i'm i it, it used to be a surprise but it, it's getting to the point where you're just like oh okay that's what happened to that one yeah you know like it, it's and it shouldn't be that way but holy shit is it is and it's yeah. just so odd yeah <laughs> like um, it's just so odd and John Minju, uh, so it, if you remember, one of our notable like debuts in, in when we recapped 2014 was literally these two, John Minju and and uh, and uh, Yuna Kim uh, yeah. with their song uh, "Goodbye Rain," uh, and it was a song that caught our attention and the singing and. Then, and Jung Minju is talented. 
as as you know a dancer as a compelling dancer and she's a pretty good singer she's out there as a free agent <laughs> like like she's only 20 like like i think like 24 years old you know yeah. she's got great upside she's got fundamentals yeah <laughs> uh if i was an agency i don't know like that that's a that's a great asset to have like that's i i i don't see i don't understand how she isn't like in prominently as in a in a girl group this is like this is like that like uh when we do on when we have those moments on fanny pack like why is this person not wrestling on tv you know like why is this person like stuck out there in the void? You know, not in a not in a group or not featured prominently in, on the label. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, somebody do that. Somebody like sign her, have her on, have her be the leader. Scoop that lead, up. Lead in your group. That's free up, free up some free up some salary cap. Sign that up. Yeah, exactly. You know, so you've got to trade. <laughs> you've got to trade somebody. For for like draft picks to free up some calories, you know, some salary cap space, uh, do that. Maybe you know, uh, you might even be able to get a couple of trainees and in, in return. You know, shore up your farm system. JYP's got got a, a ton of trainees. You can trade him, you know, a big piece for a couple of trainees. <laughs> free up some calories, cal- uh, calorie, free up some salary cap space. Uh, you know, sign this high. Uh, yeah, I, I don't know. Hopefully, all the best. Uh, uh, I'm, I, I don't think I'm gonna watch it on Pretty Rap Star, but I hope for Unikim. I hope all the best for Unikim on that show. Hopefully, she shows well. Um, uh, even as a young rapper, kind of like, uh, coming in there with a couple of veterans and a lot of like, uh, the people that are gonna be on there. So, hopefully, she shows up well. Uh, so all the best to them. Fighting. Uh, moving on. <laughs> speaking of uh, speaking of uh, shit show agencies, uh, Makestar is refunding the backers of Rania's project, so they are literally canceled. Uh, Rania is a group. I'm sure we've talked about them in passing, at least. Uh, I feel like we might have, yeah. Yeah, they're the group that are recently. Uh, not only it's been. They've been in through so many iterations. Recently, lost like the last three original members, so they've gone full jewelry at this point. Uh, the their most recent full comeback was uh, the first one with uh, the with their uh, American black member Alexandra Reed, you know? <laughs> uh, which is like the non Korean member in there doing some like random rap parts, which is like. And the big thing was waiting on how they were going to fit her into the group. Uh, and, you know, they're, they're out there. They're doing things. And people like them. Uh, they've historically had some good tracks. Uh, but, yeah, they were they did a thing on Makestar. Makestar so they did a thing on Makestar. Makestar is kind of like a... Uh, uh, kind of basically a Kickstarter. And you go, go for, like, uh, Korean artists... Uh, a lot of you know K-pop artists have you know funded their stuff on on Makestar. Stellar have had great success funding their albums on on uh, Makestar. Uh, in fact, they're coming back. You know, they've uh, pretty soon with a Brave Brothers track, which is exciting. 
So they made a ton of money, so they must have been made enough money to go, hey, Brave Sound, yo, hit me with them horns. You go, poop, poop, poop. So we're going to get a Brave soundtrack from Stellar. Uh, but yeah, Mixed Artist, you know, <laughs> just looking for that. Uh, but yeah, Mixed Artist, like, you know, Kickstarter, Indiegogo, yeah, that kind of thing. So Mixed yeah. is refunding all backers of Rania's project because Mixed can't get progress updates from DR Music. Uh, this is their letter. Uh, and I uh, I saw this on Reddit, I believe. Uh, I did not back this project because whatever. I haven't done any of this. Uh, but hello, this is Make Star. We have an announcement for the honorary producers to the Rania project. Uh, to the Rania project. Despite making numerous requests to DR Music concerning information regarding the, the project progress, MakeStar has not received any further information. Uh, the opening and closing of MakeStar projects are by rule determined solely by the project's creator. However, due to the continued and responsible behavior and stance taken by Ronnie Project Creator and our unwillingness to ignore the inconvenience this is causing to the project participants, MakeStar has decided to refund all funds accrued through the project. Uh, we would like to thank the star makers who have ma- waited thus far for news on the Ronnie Project, and we offer a regret in the outcome. For those wishing to offer a refund, please send your request to blah, blah, blah. Uh, it's, uh, they actually put a, an English specific one which is cool because they have an English specific help Ooh. email uh, when you send us your request please include the following information you know, bed number, blah, blah, blah. sincerely Makestar so yeah Mason and Makestar has definitely thrown the DR music under the bus no that is that is like the literal like hey uh, look I understand can you just can you just send me any can you just call us back all right, I understand. Maybe you don't want to. Maybe you don't want to call us. Just send us an email, really quick, because you know we just have a few questions. You know, that's that's all. It's really easy. Just an email. We we just want to know: Are you still doing the thing? Just a yes would would suffice. Thank you. Then it's just like you know, a couple weeks go by, and you're like, all right, look, motherfuckers, we're not gonna like just just send us something that says you're doing this. That's all we're asking. That's all we want. Just send us a, a, a maybe. Look, we have the phone number that you gave us. We've called it. It says it's disconnected. We're, we're starting to get worried. <laughs> uh, we're just going to hold on to your money. Literally, if, if you want your money, you got to call us. You got to call us. Another couple weeks go by. You're like, all right, we've given you more than enough chances. <laughs> like, like, just... Y'all ain't getting Get your money. fucked. <laughs> like, Y'all ain't getting your money. Uh, right. Yeah. And I mean, I give that, I give them so much credit for just being like, yo, w- you know, we did what we could. We haven't got a progress report. We're giving you your money back. Like, cause, cause they could have literally just kept the money, you know, like, like, but I, I definitely respect them for that. Um. Yeah. Especially, can I mean, you understand that? You know, it's 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 one of those things that like you realize that there's so many agencies out there, and so many of them are run by idiots, <laughs> mm-hmm. and are, are such shit shows. And you have to wonder, like, at some point, you just like say, maybe, maybe, maybe the music industry isn't for you. Maybe, maybe it's just, you know, maybe it's a good sign that, that this, this isn't, you know, this isn't your job. 
Like I've had that, you know, it's, it's, I, I understand it. I've had that myself just recently where I, where I, you know, I, I put myself out there, tried a new job, uh, within my, you know, within my workspace. Uh, I got a little over my head. It just, it wasn't the right environment. wasn't the right job for me. And I, and I, and you know, and, and especially with my performance and I acquiesced. I said, Hey, you know what? I admit that maybe at least at this time, this job, this, you know, business, this part of the business isn't for me. Maybe they have to admit to themselves and, you know, I know it's hard, but you have to admit to yourself, maybe. Maybe the music industry isn't for you. Maybe you're you're better, you know, trying to find yourself in another job space in another workplace. Maybe going back to school, you know, finishing up if you haven't already finished. Maybe getting, you know, getting a further education or finding a new job. Yeah. You know? Yeah. You know, it's hard. I understand. <laughs> it's hard out here. But, you know, sometimes you have to... Admitting... It to yourself is the first step. That y'all ain't belonging in this industry. Uh, God damn it. It's, it's a shit show. At some point, I, I just want I want the I want the company to go under at least disband their screws so Alex Reed just can go back. Come back to America. Make pop music here. Struggle here and uh, succeed in a relevant industry. Finally realize that no... <laughs> I'm kidding. Kind of. <laughs> For the audio listeners, I made a face. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I, I, I like I like having fun shooting on on um it's just why would you go to K pop? It's just Yeah. K pop is a great production household, but like it's the point is to get out of K pop. Ask Megan Megan Lee. Uh Yes. Uh, yes. Shit show in the industry. All right. Speaking of, <laughs> kind of speaking of the opposite. So, talk, uh, let's talk about an agency doing the right thing. For once, let's talk about the agency doing the right thing. Uh, Pletus Entertainment announces blacklist for 17 fans. Now, wait on me. Let's see what happened. Uh, most other groups really appreciate fans who follow them to all their events and take photos of them to post on fan nights, fan sites and blogs. I, I heard what you said and I had, I had already read it. I had already read it, but for some reason, when I clicked on the article this time and you were reading it, it just, I heard it as Pletus Entertainment, uh, has blacklist for 17 fans not for 17 fans. <laughs> there's a specific number these 17 fans those 17 people no <laughs> you're done all right but no 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 so the group 17 uh which yes. we talked about earlier today uh yes. police has come up with a blacklist yeah uh, so, uh, yeah so just, you know however cameras aren't always allowed at broadcasting events and are even strictly prohibited at some recordings this is, I mean, concerts everywhere here in the States, there ain't no cameras, period. Like, and we know this, and especially TV shows. But during a recent recording of Yuhi Yo's sketchbook uh, featuring popular rookie group 17, the crowds were filled with adoring fans who attended the show to show the support 
for the group. And while the show is known for not allowing fan recordings, uh, many fans were seen in the crowd holding giant cameras. Uh, in fact, the show's host, Yuhiel, even commented on the amount of cameras in the crowd saying, Dang, it feels like a press conference. What are, what are these cameras? Oh, get out of the way? Oh, oh, sorry. Sorry. Mm-hmm. My bad. Mike. That's a cut a DVD right here. <laughs> Fuck out the way. Mike, after the broadcast, 17 staff was reportedly warned by the broadcasting station by, for allowing bland, fans to blatantly ignore the station's request against the use of cameras. Uh, so they got yelled at. They got what, yelled they, at. They supposed to bring their own security to go out there and check. I, hey, hey, no, no, hey, you, no, hey, you, give me the phone, give me the phone, bring it up for you. You know, you, you know, you know the rules in my classroom. <laughs> phone, more like, uh, yeah, like the, you've seen those cameras that they'll have. They'll have like fifteen foot long camera lens. Which I don't even understand because you all need that that much zoom if you're going to be inside of a TV studio. Right. I'm sorry, but yeah. they still have that big old hey, camera. Hey, you you with the fucking Sony XL, you with the Canon DSLR with the 400 foot lens. I see you. You're in the front row, bitch. You don't think I see you? So it's like, yeah, it's like it's one of those. All right, this is why we can have nice things moment. Like, you're a fan of the group. Uh, you're carrots. Uh, your behavior, especially with how uh, how tied fan clubs are to the groups, your behavior very much reflects the group. Like the, your behavior reflects the group. So like doing dumb shit like this, so I'm gonna do them a service. So they decided that uh, since the incident, Police Entertainment released an official statement for fans which read, Hello, this is 17 staff. We have received warning, warning due to the presence of the cameras at recent UEL sketchbook filming. From this point on, if we spot anyone filming in a prohibited event, including recordings, you will be permanently banned from the fan club and will not be able to attend any official events. We will also take these measures to anyone that uploads footage from the recording of sketchbook. Kind of putting the hammer down. And I, I, I say good on them. Putting the hammer down. Because they don't want... You know, it's like... This is how they get in trouble with, like, TV shows. This is like... If they get in trouble with TV shows, suddenly they're not invited to TV shows. And, like... Like... Yeah. It's like, you know, when they're booking guests and, like... Like, well, do we bring in 17? It was like, well, last time they had to deal with them, the fans and, like... Did destructive <laughs> show. I'm like... Oh, let's... Let's not. <laughs> Let's bring the, you know, especially yeah, with so like, the Yeah. I don't know. Well, what do you think, Kaz? It, I mean, it's it's an odd thing, and I, I can understand it to a certain. I can understand it to a certain degree, but it's. It's definitely. Yeah. A blacklist is kind of taking it a bit far, but I still I understand it. Yeah. Yeah, it's understandable. So yeah, it's like it breaks my heart because I there's there's an uh, yeah we like K-pop and we we'll, we generally like a lot of the things about that, but there's certain aspects that are not fun and kind of annoying and make make you angry. And the big part of that is sometimes the behavior of some boy group fans, just in general. Like if you see it in concerts here. So over there, it's just like 
you, you make us crazy. Uh, so just behave yourself out there. Yeah. Have some decency. I know you're out there <laughs> trying to make money by selling those photo books, but come on. Have some common sense. Come on, man. Uh, but yeah. That's it for that. All right. So last one, which is interesting, kind of fun. Uh, XLLs, uh, or the exotics, as we like to say, uh, opened their own XL doll clothing store in Hongdae. Uh, in addition to being one known as one of the most dedicated fandoms, XLLs, uh, fans of the popular music group XL are, are also known for their creativity. In fact, XLL recently made headlines for repurposing extra XO posters into various useful items, uh, including paper bags and book covers. And while their poster creations were lauded by fan communities online, XOL took things to another level by creating an entire clothing line for their EXO dolls. Uh, that they you know, they had these little dolls that 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 were purchased that I think SM had for them. Uh, although fans agreed that the dolls are indeed adorable, some were frustrated that their own dolls were missing a sense of individuality. Using their creative minds, a group of XOL opened up a clothing store for XO dolls in Hongdae, helping fans make their own little XO member a little more special. Uh, I this is odd at on first impression and kind of a little funny but i'm i'm kind of okay with this i kind of like this i i I think it would be you know the fact that they have those dolls they're all like hey let's want to do a little bit more more a little bit more individual so they make a little store you know that they built this it's it's so weird though it's so (laughs) weird like it's it's kind of weird, man. Yeah. You know, and then like, oh man, we're so fans of this that we made clothes for the dolls. So, like, I don't know. I don't. Uh. Yeah, I mean, look at you see some of the little and you know individual options, you know, like little like Hawaiian shirts, you know, and like a little yeah. kimono maybe kind of thing, or like a little pink sweater. Uh, yeah, you can see all with the collection up there. Uh, yeah, I, I'm, I am okay with it. It's like, it's, it feels a little weird, but I think I'm okay with this. It's, if you kind of ignore, <laughs> you kind of ignore for a moment that those dolls are the representation of like actual people. Uh, it's like, you know, doing a little extra thing. Extra fun yeah, thing for the fans. I, it, it is kind of cool and creative to do that, but then at the same time, it's just odd. Yeah. Uh so doll clothes. Like I, I, all I, all I'm saying is this: is I, I, I will want to see this store personally. Uh I, I want to see. I'm, I, you know, I am going in a couple months. Hopefully they they have the store still open by the time, you know I'm I'm there. I will be staying yeah. in Hongdae. Uh, I just need to figure out where it's at. So, <laughs> and I'm I'm looking at it right now. I'm trying to figure out where the where the hell that store is at. Uh, yeah, I'm just I'm sad I won't be able to go. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's gonna be a fun trip. I'm gonna have to try to figure out how I'm gonna enjoy my myself over there. Uh, and I'll probably you know, and I'm I'm already. I'm already 
plotting how I'm gonna do. I'm 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 definitely gonna do my best to do the show from there, so we can have <laughs> like Helijuku with you know with PD live on location in you yeah. know the Nexus. Uh, like I might hopefully, even hopefully it'll be a good trip for you, and then maybe we'll be able to do one in like not the year after, but <laughs> at some point <laughs> once I once I've gotten over this I need to move thing. Yeah, that's what I'm doing now. I'm trying to trying to put myself in a position so I can move and save money. Yeah, I'm already. Yeah, I I might. Uh, yeah, that, that could be fun. Like, I'm already plotting the next trip, and it might be, like, we can we can make it, like, Japan, you know? Because at some point, I want to go to Japan as well. Yeah. Um, and right now, this trip, I'm probably not going to be able to, you know, do that. Like, I, I, I had originally plotted maybe, like, you know, if I, just, like, a little plane trip to, like, spend a couple of days in Japan. Stay in a capsule, capsule hotel and then come back, but then I realize no, it's not gonna not gonna be happening. Especially if not if I want to do Jeju Island. <laughs> uh so yeah. So in the future, maybe we can make Japan a thing. We'll you know, yeah. Harajuku visits Harajuku. You know, it'll be a thing. It'll be fun. Uh yeah. But like I said, I'm I, I might I'm plotting. I might I'm thinking. I, I'm trying to see if I can get, afford like a little laptop. Uh, or something like yeah. you know to get something set up. I might even whether I get a laptop or not. I might still want to either by necessity or by fun. Uh, try to do an episode from from a PC bong, <laughs> like being like in the middle of a PC bong set up, like hook up my own webcam, <laughs> put on the headset they give you, maybe set up my own like microphone. <laughs> It's just in the middle of like dudes, like in like at you know ten o'clock in the morning, <laughs> like because that's what it'll be like, or like ten or eleven or midnight or, or or noon, like dudes that aren't in school, like or like dudes playing like uh, Overwatch in Korean, uh, or like you know a sudden attack, uh, or you know and shit like that, or lol in the background while I'm there doing a podcast. In English, and we can like we can like you can sit there and try to watch people turn their heads at me. <laughs> like, <laughs> like shake their heads, like right. like curse me I'm out. I'm trying to Korean. play Overwatch, man. Like, <laughs> keep it down. I'm trying to get uh, my StarCraft in. Might might get beat by, might might get beat by an uh, annoyed Ajishi. <laughs> you know. Like you know, just get just get my ass smacked. <laughs> it's like, I and it'll be like out of nowhere. Like you'll see it. Like like yo 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 pee what? See how, <laughs> like, how weird See how either weird or not weird your experience is compared to mine when I went there, which mine was a few years ago. So yeah, yours will be significant time after. Yeah. So I'm gonna say two thousand eight. Yeah, 2008 is when I went to Korea. So, so like six years ago, no, eight years ago. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's that's a lot. That's 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 an entire wave of you. You were there before. You were there before a lot of the uh, groups that we talk about in the show debuted. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, definitely so yeah. interesting. Definitely, definitely interesting. So yeah, keep an eye on that. But yeah, that's in the future. 
Uh, that brings us to the end of another fantastic episode of Hallyu Juku. Uh, Kaz, besides, you know, all this, what, what's, what's going on in your world? What's going on in your space? A lot of podcasting, a lot of, uh, making space in here for some new equipment and some, and a bigger desk, which is the other thing I'm trying to do. I need to get a bigger desk so I can do more shit. So my desktop's ending up so fucking cluttered like it is right now. Um, (laughs) Uh, but yeah, uh, other than that, internet-wise, is uh, keep a listen out for Hollywood Juku, all the other podcasts we do, uh, the Drunk Kids Gaming podcast, which PD has to come back on at some point, um, as well as trying to to uh, do my part so that we can get back to doing uh, ZKG pub quiz, and as well as. Um, as well as getting back with JVZ and doing sports odds and ends, uh, mm-hmm. which I'm, we're contemplating changing the format of that show, maybe adding a couple more people here and there to, to kind of round it out and get a full sports experience um, in talking about that show. Uh, I'm totally down for, 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 for joining the show. If, you're, yeah. if, you're, if you'll have me, I'll be the baseball <laughs> guy. <laughs> yeah. So, um, yeah. Um, Thinking about thinking about that and, and thinking about how I want to want to do that. So I got to talk to JVZ and uh, see how we're going to go about that. Because I think I, I, I want to make that show uh, good. Because it, it has potential to be really good if we if yeah. we do it right. Like a cool casual uh, sports podcast that isn't run by ESPN. You know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, or the other cool casual sports podcast that isn't Rooster Teeth. Yeah. <laughs> That's pretty much the two that exist at this point that people know about. Yeah. There are others, but when it comes to the two people know about, it's ESPN and Sports Balls. Yeah. Uh, so keep an eye out for that. Uh, keep an eye out for my things. He's, he's King Cass. You can keep an eye out for me at PD Rave. Uh, probably doing some random things, you know. Yeah, same old thing. Record breakers, Ali Juku. Uh, gonna probably tomorrow from the day we're recording this, dry run a new show. Uh, you know, beta of a new show. We'll got. I'll have details in the future, but kind of like again, a casual thing, sports related as well, but a little bit more of a novelty sports related. Mm. Uh, might involve a member of the record breakers. Uh, as well. Uh. And it's gonna be kind of fun. Uh, it, we'll see. We're having a production meeting and some and a dry run uh, tomorrow. So keep an eye out for that. Could be interesting. Uh, but other than that, and podcasting dumb shit for the, for this next uh, Tuesday's episode of Record Breakers uh, or photoshopping dumb shit, uh, <laughs> which uh, th- there's some there's some kind of hilarious dumb photoshops awaiting you next Tuesday. On Record Breakers, if you watch the video version. So make sure to check it out. <laughs> check it out. Uh, we're talking about uh, the Cox. Uh, <laughs> it's an it's a Korean indie group, which I, I'm pretty sure I've talked about on I the know. show. I know, but you know, mentally, I'm a five-year-old. <laughs> exactly, yeah. We're talking about the Cox, the new normal. So, uh, cool album. Uh, there was some positive feedback, so uh, go check it out. We'll talk about it on there. Uh, but yeah, 
Uh, let me hit that in end music and talk and bring it home. You can, you know, he's King Kaz on PD Ray. The show's Holly Juku. Hollyjuku.com. Kpoppodcast.com. Great URL to share with your friends because they're easy to remember. Rebelli.net for this and other shows. Well, didn't they tell you? Don't you know? Pause for that vocal part. Uh, iTunes, Stitcher, all over the place. Subscribe to us, like, share. Until next time. Hasta los huevos. you have enjoyed this program. <laughs> Booyah!